Welcome to Episode 7 of Professional Balance, a bonus content series of the Saturday Morning Hustle. On this episode, we will be discussing working smart and then working hard. You need to do both in that order, but how do you balance how much attention, budget, whether it's energy or economics, and emphasis to keep on each side of this equation? Working hard without working smart will keep you busy, but not necessarily effective. But waiting to execute until you have the perfect plan won't accomplish anything. How do we balance these two aspects of accomplishment? Nothing great in this world happened without hard work, so why not be smart about it? This long-form-only podcast is posted once a month as an opportunity to dive deep into the issues that challenge all entrepreneurs, business owners, career builders, and decision makers. How to balance what seems to be contradictory viewpoints in business and personal life. More than just work-life balance, we examine a variety of this and that scenarios. Let's get started. So again, the basic concept today is work smart, then work hard. Let me define what each of these phrases mean. So work smart. Working smart is having a plan and tools in place before beginning something. This goes back to the ba- the basic idea of a business plan or anything that is structured in order to achieve a goal. So having the right research, understanding strengths and weaknesses, setting goals and objectives, etc. so that you know exactly what you're trying to accomplish, why you're trying to accomplish how it will benefit you moving forward, how to measure if you're on the right track or not, and then how to repeat this, adjust this, make adjustments along the way, and then eventually consistently execute uh, these ideas and items and actions in the same way in a repeatable, consistent, sustainable way. That is what working smart is is understanding all the aspects of a problem, an issue, or a task before beginning to do it. Now, working hard should be obvious, but let's define it anyways. Putting in the effort necessary in order to achieve the goal set by working smart. You understand what you need to do. You understand the time frame it needs to be done in, the budget necessary, etc., You understand the parameters, now make it happen. Doing whatever it takes to make that action happen as expected. If it means you have to work a little or a lot, if you can do it in your normal routine or if it needs additional effort or hours or ultimately just simply making action happen is working hard. Working smart and then working hard, go together in this conversation. But how do we balance how much we need to plan and understand before starting? And then once we do get started, how much effort do we put in without putting extra additional effort, unnecessary effort, or unproductive effort into the work hard equation? And then you can flip the conversation to, of course, What is the point of working hard, of being busy, or having tasks to accomplish if you have not worked smart, developed goals, 
and set parameters to what it is you're trying to achieve and why. That's how work smart needs to come first before work hard. But how the two interact with each other is what we need to understand how to balance. So that's the conversation today. We start that balance by deciding how much to prepare and then when to act. Too much preparation leads you simply to plans and ideas on paper that are never executed. And then, of course, execution without planning is simply business work. So when it comes to preparation, we're talking about doing your homework. Working smart includes the homework, the necessary work before you get into action in order to understand all of the aspects of the task you're trying to accomplish, how that task reaches into the larger picture of what you're trying to achieve overall, and then how it can be performed better, more effectively, more efficiently every time you do it. One of the things you learn in life and definitely in business is you not very often do you do something one time. Often you do it continuously over and over again. If you learn to improve, to re- reduce the actions necessary to make it easier on yourself because you understand it better, because you create a set of tools, because you create parameters that are more conducive to success, etc. This is working smart. This is preparation and then the adjustment necessary so that your action is as effective and efficient as possible as you're moving forward. All of these learning concepts, all of these systems, all of the ways that you learn from every experience and use, utilize it to move you forward in a more effective and efficient way the next time you do it is working smart. That is where we start. But once we understand this, the only way to prove or disprove that our homework, that our working smart, that the adjustments we are anticipating and the plan we have put in place is effective and efficient is to actually do it. So you have to balance what your planning stage is, how much preparation you put into something before getting to to get to work, but not getting to work, putting the effort in, working hard too soon. The last thing you want to do is have 100 hours of planning and one hour of action. Obviously, there's zero balance there but it also isn't necessarily a 50-50 balance either. There's a great quote by Abraham Lincoln that if I had six hours to cut down a tree, I would spend the first four hours sharpening my ax. That is what we're talking about here. That is preparation. That is working smart. That is understanding that the tool necessary to cut down a tree, and at the end of the day, the only thing cutting down the tree is your physical strength, behind a very sharp or very dull axe. So balance how much homework you do, how much preparation that you create, the planning stage and, and that goes into working smart, but it has to be backed up with hard work, with the effort. You have to swing the axe. So preparation and then actions. It's not a 50-50 equation but it also can't be too skewed one way or the other. So getting enough work done to understand what it is you're trying to achieve, have the best way to do it in mind, and something that you can picture, something that you can see how it will benefit, how the effort should pay off, 
is typically the spot where you end the work smart section and you begin working hard on how that execution actually happens. To understand the balance between working smart and working hard, you have to understand effective effectiveness versus simply being busy or in in general terms busy work because no one wants to do busy work and if it's something that you're trying to achieve for yourself as opposed to doing it for the boss or simply collecting a paycheck busy work is the last thing you want because you want to be effective because you want to achieve the the goals that you set for yourself and that's exactly where you start by setting goals and then creating a plan to achieve those goals it's easy enough to say you have to understand the steps and the stages to do so. You have to create a plan. Here's one of the ways that people mess up and one of the ways that people don't spend enough time working smart is they're afraid that too much structure, too much planning, too many rules, or too much focus on things that are not action somehow limit their ability to be creative, to put maximum effort forward, to simply outwork others, or to find more creative solutions. It's actually the opposite of that. The more structure that you put in place, the more understanding of the problem, of the task necessary to overcome that problem, and how to achieve ultimate success with measurables so they can be adjusted so that you can go back and do it again and again and become sustainable, the more of that that's in place the more that you have the freedom within that structure to adapt, to freelance, to do things that feel right in the moment or are on-the-fly judgments because you still have the structure to continue to move your project or objective forward, but the unintended consequences, the unintended benefit of something, whether it's a sharp axe that we were referencing earlier, some other set of tools, some other help that maybe you didn't anticipate when you began this, the planning process can come into play. So effectiveness is the goal. You do that, but you become effective by having the best plan, strategy, and measurement in place in order to make sustainable efforts that are effective and efficient. That is effectiveness. Simply starting work, simply doing work, not understanding the outcomes necessary, not understanding how each task builds upon each other into the uh, achievement of the ultimate goal is simply busy work. Now, sometimes you can solve the problem by getting straight to work. If the problem is simple enough, if your problem is you need to cut down a tree, you could start swinging that axe. You may not be effective with every swing of the axe because you hadn't done the sharpening of the axe because maybe you don't have the right preparations for your hands. Maybe you don't have the right clothing on or the right stance, etc. But you can start swinging away and eventually you will cut that tree down probably with a lot of wasted motion, a lot of additional effort, and very little efficiency. But you will be busy, and you have the willingness to put that work in, to out-hustle the competition, if you will. That's great, 
but it's not necessarily effective. It's definitely not efficient, and there's very little balance to that approach. But the other side of the equation, again, is without the actual work, without doing the things that are necessary to achieve the goal, the plan is useless. It doesn't matter how effective and efficient it is on paper until you get into the real world, until you get into action, until you get into the work itself with the understanding that that work will be continual. Just because you achieve the the task today doesn't mean you won't have to do it again tomorrow or next week or next month. If something is worth doing, it is something you will repeat. You will do it again in the future, understanding the best way, the most effective way to doing it, and then understanding the amount of effort actually necessary to achieve it is the point of balance here. The point of balance between effectiveness and simply being busy is understanding enough to get started being able to measure your success along the way and then repeat the effort necessary to be successful because you started by working smart. You definitely put in the work hard effort on the backside, not simply being busy, but being effective. For this, I lean a lot more towards effectiveness. I learn a lot more towards being prepared, understanding the process, which we'll break down in detail in just a minute before you start swinging that axe, before you start digging that hole, before you start swinging a hammer, whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, whatever it is you're trying to lift, carry, or otherwise do as an activity, the more understanding you have, the more structure the more effectiveness you build into the process, and this is the key here, the more understanding of how to do it easier, better, or more effective the second time, the third time, the fifth time, the fifth, 50th time, the 900th time, the 2000th time you do it is where real success comes into play, where the ability to control your future by the amount of timing, preparation, and attention to detail now, the preparation, the effectiveness that you put into play today will only continue to be more effective and more efficient no matter how much effort you put forward in the future. Theory, the more effectiveness you create, the less effort you're necessary to put in to achieve those goals, which not only will allow you to be more effective in reaching those goals, will now allow you with time, effort, energy, budget, etc., to add additional goals. So you'd go from being able to achieve one thing a day to two things a day to three things a day to multiple things at multiple times because you've created effectiveness and efficiency in your process and you understand how this apply to the effort necessary to do so and you understand that effort needs to be repeatable and sustainable. So effectiveness is necessary before you get busy But the busyness, the effort, the work will happen and is necessary to happen once you understand how to balance all of that out. So ultimately, the conversation is what are you trying to achieve? How do you balance setting those goals and reaching those goals? Number one, starting with the big picture. How big is that big picture to begin with? Are we talking about crafting a career? Are we talking about developing a multi-million dollar a year company? Are we talking about achieving 
huge, possibly unobtainable goals that will drive you in your process for the next multiple amount of years or even decades? Or are we talking about something as simple as this needs to be done today? It can be achieved in this time frame. Get set and go. The way you break down a big picture into smaller pictures, if you will, or obtainable chunks. Another phrase people often say, right, is how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Taking the big picture and creating smaller pictures, setting goals and objectives and a whole entire process of achieving those things can lead you ultimately to that big picture goal. You won't achieve career success, you won't achieve a complete startup and development of a business, you won't achieve ultimate success overnight or in a simple process. So in order to achieve those things, you have to start simpler versions of the stages of that process to get you from zero effectiveness and zero accomplishments to 100% of the ultimate goal you're trying to achieve. So you break down the process in this way. You set goals. Setting goals are big ideas that aren't necessarily measurable, but something that is obtainable. Reaching the level of CEO, having a company that generates profitability, being able to work for myself over the next 10 years. These are goals that you can set for yourself that are obtainable, but not necessarily specific. They're big picture ideas. Why is that important? Because next comes the more specific objectives, taking those goals and set, breaking them into subsets that will allow you to reach them. So if you want to become the CEO of the company and today's your first day on the job, obviously you have to reach management level, an upper management level, reach the C-suite, become a trusted advisor, and then eventually maybe be named the CEO over a period of years and years. The objectives would be each of those levels you need to to obtain in order to be the next in line or at the level right below the CEO if that's your ultimate goal. If your ultimate goal is for your business to make multiple millions of dollars a year, obviously, Stage one is making their first dollar of income, then making profitability, then making in measurements of 10,000, 100,000, and into the millions. Those are objectives that can be set, they can be measured, and they are structured so that as you achieve one, it moves you on to the next one. They are pieces to the puzzle. They are sections of the pie that necessarily need to go together so the whole complete picture can be drawn together. With goals and objectives, you craft your strategy as how to best achieve the objectives that lead you to your goals. Strategy is where you understand strengths and weaknesses of yourself, of other people that you're competing with, of the situation itself, whether it's the market, whether it's your workplace, whether it's any other conditions outside of your control, the things you can control, the things you can't control, and the best way to achieve the success you're trying to achieve. That is the strategy part of the process. From that strategy, you now know what needs to be achieved in what order it needs to be achieved. You get into tactics. This is actual execution. This is where we start to get into that effort. This is where we start to work hard. 
the work smart aspect here is tactics are a subset of strategy, which is a subset of objectives, which is a subset of goals. We have now broken down it from very general ideas to very specific actions that need to be taken. This is where you get to work hard. But it's not enough to simply work hard on your tactics in order to reach the objectives, etc. The measurement and adjustment necessary is the other aspect of the tactical execution. Like I was saying earlier, finding a way to be more effective and more efficient every time you do the thing that's necessary. If we're talking about going from an entry level to a CEO, it's obviously something that's going to take multiple years and be overnight. The same thing with crafting a successful business, with writing the next great American novel, with writing a screenplay, etc. All of these tactics have to happen on a regular basis, repeatedly, in order to get you from the tactical level to strategic level to the objectives and goals. The best way to do that is understand measurement, to understand if you're being successful or not, to have room for adjustment, but a focus on achieving the subsets so that you can achieve the bigger things, so that you can achieve objectives, so that you can achieve the goals. That's the entire process. That process is con- carried out through your actions, through working hard. But the key to working hard here and the balance versus how much planning that goes into the process is your focus on execution. By doing the process first, by working smart first, by setting all of these parameters and understanding how you're going to achieve your goals, it does allow you to then not worry as much of the big picture items, focus solely on the adjustments and reaching goals within measurement to make sure that you're on the right path and that you're being as effective as possible every time you do repeatable actions. And you're now in the execution phase with the understanding of how to best move forward. So follow that plan, put all kinds of hustle into it, put your effort into it, work hard is where we're at now, understanding how to achieve what you're trying to achieve, why you're trying to achieve it, and how to build effectiveness into it so that every time you do it, it is less effort or it is more beneficial every time you put the same amount of effort in. Knowing and understanding this effort makes that effort worthy. If you understand that the hard work, the hours, the hustle that you're putting in is actually moving you towards your ultimate goal, you can continue to do it. You will keep your motivation and then the ability to check yourself against the goals, against the objectives, against the strategy, against the tactics and the measurements that you put in place. Understanding if you're on the right path or not will allow you to then put as much hard work in as possible because you know you're on the right path and that you're creating something that is buildable so that every time you do it is built upon what you've done in the past, that it makes it sustainable, that makes it something that is measurably successful. So you can create progress reports along the way, if you will, understanding the difference between each stage, between each objective, how close you are coming to your goals, if you're on the right path or not, allows you then to understand if overall you are achieving what you're trying to achieve by putting all of this effort in. It allows you to balance how much effort is necessary to get to where you've been, how much 
effort will be necessary to move you forward in the future and how much it will take and overall to achieve your goals. Those be the ability to look back at these things, at these measurements, and create a report for yourself, milestones to understand where you are in the process, to understand how much further you need to go, how much more effort you need to put in. If the question is more effort to achieve more per day or more effort to get more impact from the things that you're doing with the 8, the 10, the 12, the 14, the 18 hours that you have to put forward to it allows you to stay motivated and keep on that path or make the changes necessary in order to get you in a better position than you're at because you're not achieving your goals in the timeline or the amount of effort you're capable of putting in. So this progress report allows you to affirm what is working, continuing to do more of that, continually refining that process, but then adjust the things that aren't working to apply new ideas, to take advantage of anything in a situation that changes that is good for you or beneficial, and to do less and less and less of the things that aren't beneficial to you reaching your ultimate goal. All of this cohesively goes together for you to affirm and adjust if you balance how much planning structure you put in place with how much effort you're willing to put in ultimately. You do both of these things, working smart and working hard with balance. That balance in and of itself allows you to focus. You've made a specific plan. You've made measurements. You've crafted room in order to make adjustments. Now put your head down and work. It's simply focused on the task in front of you that is necessary to get you to the larger task, to the larger accomplishments, to the larger goals, to the larger milestones on the ultimate path. So focus, it comes from a solid plan, the things you put in place, the structure from working smart, and then the ability to simply do what is necessary to be successful, working hard. Execution is the second piece of this balance process. Doing the work, executing, putting in the effort, working hard. Notice that the work hard is work hard, not work, not be busy, not do things, not even just execution. Work hard. It's going to be necessary to achieve great things by putting in hard work. But if you understand that hard work is moving you towards your ultimate goal, then putting that effort in becomes a lot more manageable and a lot easier to keep yourself motivated and focused. Ultimately, you have to repeat these efforts. You have to do it over and over and over again. So make sure you're doing it right. Make sure you're being as effective as possible efficient as possible. Make sure that you're always measuring that and trying to find ways to become more effective and more efficient. And your hard work will pay off because you've set goals, objectives, the tactics are in place. You are on the path. You measure your path. You've checked in on it. You understand you are doing things in the right way. Just repeat it but understanding that it can be and should be adjusted along the way depending how the parameters change. That allows you to balance how you've been doing things, how you should do things in the future, things that have worked for you in the past that you want to continue doing, and then finding new ways or supplemental ways to achieve your goals possibly as efficiently or more efficiently, better and faster or with less effort 
that adjustment, that a balance between what you know you need to do and what you are willing to add on in effort in order to achieve the goals is a balance of obtaining, obtaining success through consistency, focus, repeatability, and ultimately sustainability. When you work smart, you get to capitalize on your hustle, on working hard. Working smart first frees up, creates efficiency, and ultimately backs up all of the hard work you're willing to put in. If you're willing to put the hard work in, you understand it is being effective and efficient. You're not simply being busy. You're actually achieving what it is you're attempting to achieve because you've worked smart before you work hard. That makes all of your effort repeatable and sustainable. Being successful isn't about having one great day. Being successful is having multiple days over and over and over again in order, in succession, that build upon each other. That building process is sustainability. Sustained success is how you get to be at the top of the game, to be the best at what you do, to be considered a leader in the situation, whether it's on your job, in your business, in your industry, within your community, etc. That leadership role comes from what you've built in the past, your hard work, if it is sustainable, it will be sustainable. If you do the smart things first, you make your plan, you understand what you're trying to achieve, you create focus, then you get to unleash your effort. That hard work will be built upon, capitalize on all of the effort you're willing to put in. You can be successful if you're smart and you're willing to hustle. You just have to understand how to balance these things out. It's where we started in that being successful doesn't just come from hard work because that amount of effort without focus, without understanding, is simply being busy, putting effort in. It's like trying to roll the rock up the hill in order for it to roll back down the next day. But if you do things in order, work smart, then work hard. If you balance how much work smart you need to do, how much planning, how many things need to be achieved in certain ways, in order to be sustainable, that understanding, that focus then allows you to unleash your effort in great ways so that you can build the success that you need in order to achieve the ultimate big, hairy goals. That balance, working smart and then working hard, is necessary to ultimate success. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to The Professional Balance bonus podcast series of the Saturday Morning Hustle. I'll be back next month with a new topic and, of course, new podcast every Saturday with hustle and motivation advice from the office while the competition is still sleeping. Please subscribe, leave a review, and make a comment on social media about what balance issues you would like to hear discussed in this series in the future. Until next time, good luck. Saturday Morning Hustle Saturday Morning Hustle Saturday Morning Hustle Wake up and keep chasing your dreams Morning Hustle